0: Welcome to episode 25 of the Youth Ministry Podcast for volunteers. If you're a volunteer who works with teenagers, this podcast is for you. You are in the right place, and we are so glad that you work with teenagers. Hey, I'm Chris Trent, and I work with the Next Gen Ministry for the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. I've worked with teenagers for a little over 30 years now, and I love pointing them to Jesus. And each week, I'm blessed to be joined by my awesome co-host she is back she wasn't in episode 24 but she is back in episode 25 jennifer fletcher how you doing
1: hey doing well can't believe it's been 25 episodes so fun um but i'm excited to be here and i'm excited for you listening to this because i'm in your shoes i am volunteering with teenagers and it is a great time and it's chaos and it's fun and so i'm glad to be here with y'all today
0: no doubt about it. And for our regular attenders, how's everything
1: going with the baby and all that good stuff? Everything's going. It's we're we're in the I final countdown. Like regular, like
0: circle, regular listeners, I should say. Yeah.
1: Regular <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah. Um, she is coming. So yep, there we go. She is. Uh, she's doing well. She's measuring in the 97th percentile, guys. So
0: Over here we Jesus. go. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's good stuff. Well, hey, friends, before we jump into today's episode, uh, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast platform you use. And we would love it if you would leave a review. It really does help us out as far as getting the word out about podcasts. So, uh, Jennifer, yeah. who do we have with us today?
1: Tim, what's up?
2: What's up, y'all? How's everybody doing?
1: Doing well. And if you can't you're new to our podcast, Tim is from Waycross, Georgia. You're a Georgia Baptist rep for all of South Georgia. How you doing? Is it hot?
2: It is so hot. I keep thinking that the fall is. That's fall every time I see
1: you, I'm like, is he? <laughs> is it warm?
2: <laughs> it's always, it's always hot in South Georgia. But we're doing great down here. We've kicked off school, and we're just excited about that. Uh, high school football has kicked off down here, and so everybody, nice. is, everybody's happy, happy, happy about that. And it's just a, a good time as we. Uh, get ready to do some really cool things um, this fall in our ministry. So we're pumped. Busy time. We talked awesome. recently about how, man, you know, as a youth pastor uh, doing youth ministry,
0: even for youth ministry volunteers, like summers are often really busy and you think, man, if I could just get through the summer, but you forget that right after summer is fall kickoff, you know, school, everybody promotion Sunday and all that. And it is super, super busy and the falls are typically busy as well. So
2: yeah, and it's, well. in the Springs, there's really not, not a, there's not a unbusy season. I don't think in ministry. So it keeps you going. It's exciting. It's got, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, for volunteers know. too they're always running and doing stuff so well tim tell everybody what we're talking about today well today we're going to be talking about creating unity when students don't come much so how do we create Speaking that unity when they're not always there in the group
0: yeah so it was interesting we were talking offline before we jumped in here and and, and i'd love to hear y'all's thoughts on this but what we're recognizing is that man in today's climate when it comes to, to you know the typical uh, attendance patterns of students uh, and families, honestly, man, if you get a kid a couple times a month, that's kind of a regular attender. Unfortunately, the pandemic had a huge impact in this. We acknowledge the fact that there's no doubt that people started realizing they can attend church online. And of course that's had an impact, but let's be honest, that was happening before the pandemic as well. When it comes to all the different, uh, sports events and just family, uh, just family kind of habits now. What do y'all think?
2: Yeah, I think, and I think sometimes too, we we bemoan that a lot. Like, oh, they just don't come anymore. That that just means we need to leverage those moments we have them in our spaces to do as much as we can to connect them. So, I love this topic. I think this is great for all those volunteers out there who are trying to figure out how to how to build that that unity and that that continuity in your group with kids that only show up maybe two or three times a month at best. So, and Jennifer, and you're on the other side of that. Too. I mean, well, I was going to say you're on the other side of that because you,
0: for a long time you were a staff person. You were paid to be here on Sunday mornings, but now yeah. you're not paid to be here on Sunday mornings. And my guess is that once you got into that experience and as a mom who has little kids, you've learned the temptation of maybe skipping out on a Sunday.
1: Yeah. And my attendance is less than it was when I was on staff, you know. Uh, my family and I are still super involved. And, and that's why and we're honestly, having this podcast today, Jennifer. Because yeah, it's I for think me. <laughs>
0: reached out. This is an intervention. Um, no, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I would say too, like, you know, as a volunteer, volunteering keeps my attendance accountable. Oh, I told them I would commit to volunteering on Wednesdays or Sundays or whatever. I make sure I attend those things. But if, if you're not volunteering, if your parents aren't volunteering, if you're just kind of showing up, then it is going to get busy. And I think this is a good topic too, because... Sometimes the kids that are the busiest are still solid kids and we don't need to write them off. Um, I was telling Chris a little bit ago about a a former student that just got all these kids in her college ministry to come check out this church with her. She was a competition sports kid. She was hit or miss attendance wise. I didn't always see her at church, Um, but here she is making a great impact in college years later. And so, you know, not writing off those kids that just their family schedules or their commitments are busy
0: this yeah, is good, good yeah good. well so hey friends uh, hopefully this topic is interesting to you hopefully you're acknowledging the fact that you definitely w- whether you're a sunday school teacher or a small group leader or whatever that might be you've got challenges here when it comes to maintaining uh, just a unity in your group and creating that momentum uh that's often so important so how can we go about doing that how can we create unity when students don't come much uh so tim jump in there what you got
2: yeah, I think key is is really developing a deeper relationship with each individual student is key. All right. So that's so important is to make sure you're developing those deeper relationships that go below the surface a little bit so that when you do see them, you do have more than just a, hey, how's it going? We've missed you kind of thing to talk about. You can ask them how maybe how their sports team is. Maybe, you know, they play travel ball and, you know, they've been at a couple weekends away at tournaments. Ask them how they did in their tournament. You know, and just kind of connect with them in a, on a deeper level. Yeah. Deeper relationships exist
0: outside of just Sunday mornings or Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. Yes. If there's a deeper relationship there, it's not th- the foundation and sort of the starting point of that. Maybe because they're in your small group or your Sunday school class. But a deeper relationship means that uh, you, if you have a deeper relationship with someone, you know what's going on with them in other areas of their life, other time period. And you're communicating with them at different times. Sheriff, what do you think?
1: I think it's the same. I mean, think through where you spend your time as an adult at your church. If it's an adult Sunday school class or an adult Bible study, you might know people in that group that are nice, but, but it's the ones that you talk to outside of that class that are your connection at church. And so, you know, it's the same principle that we do with ourselves and our own relationships. We need to apply that to the students that we're working with.
0: Yeah, and, and we talk about relationships on this podcast a lot and the importance of relationships. And so many statistics are, are pointing to the fact that relationships just matter, 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 matter right now. And um, and, and so I think we just have to continue to work on Uh, that particular area. Well, hey, when it comes to creating unity with students uh, that don't come much, the second thing we'd like to point out here is that we think you ought to leverage technology if you can. And so specifically what we're saying is leveraging technology when it comes to group texts, uh, Zoom calls, social media posts. Let's break those down for a minute. Jennifer, you and I were talking about this earlier. Uh, I was thinking about group texts. I think group texts are are, are great. Uh, Obviously, you have to make sure that you're doing them the right way. But that is one way to create some type of uh, unity outside of the small group on Wednesday yeah. or, or, or Sunday morning, because you're staying in contact uh, with your group.
1: And don't just make it an announcement text. Oh, here's the next yeah. thing that we're doing. Just send random stuff, you know, totally. football starting back, bluebell came out with a new ice cream flavor, you know, just random, random stuff. That way it doesn't always feel like it's the attendance text
0: sure yeah and, and i think even in that too you know there's there's that you can even ask questions like um hey uh everybody give me you know, this sounds cheesy but hey everybody give me one thing to pray about today or everybody yeah give me one thing uh that uh you, you know you're thankful for today or something like that and
1: in that let's just pause and say real quick like don't get your feelings hurt if they don't respond they don't respond to us either. Okay. So I mean, sometimes I send a group text and it is awesome. And I get these great responses and I'm like, I love volunteering with students. Other times I work really hard on something and I send it out and it is crickets. I don't even get like a thumbs up or a heart. I'm like, cool. Did you all mute this text? And it's just me in it now. So don't get your feelings hurt. Teenagers, they come and go. (laughs)
0: So, other technology we talk about here though is also Zoom calls. And that may be kind of like for some of y'all going, Really? Because Zoom fatigue and Zoom's terrible because of the pandemic. Well, having listen, not terrible. What'd you say?
1: Instead of having 2020 flashbacks. I
0: know. Well, okay, here's here's <laughs> my so I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a mission here. I agree that uh, Zoom is terrible uh, when you have to do Zoom because there's a a pandemic going on. It is, it's terrible. But if you get past that part, though, Zoom is an opportunity that can be utilized in some really fun ways. Uh, what if you uh, did a quick gathering with your students? Uh, you know, on obviously we are already past school starting back, uh, but maybe over a holiday, you know, where you're just saying, hey, everybody, I thought we'd check in on a Zoom call for a few minutes, or hey, everybody, uh, school's about to start up. I'll, I just want to pray for y'all. I know it's going to be crazy early, but can everybody jump on a call? And it did not have to be Zoom; it could be Facetime or whatever, uh, you know. And I just want to pray over you guys before y'all start back to school the first day Uh, but leveraging that type of technology again it just creates that unity as well but then Mm -hmm. in that also we talked about social media posts and and jennifer i think you're pretty good at this especially um in, in your world working with girls but when i'm thinking about these social media posts um i'm thinking about just you creating unity by leveraging your social media to post pictures of your group when y'all are together. Now, not literally every time and try not to be a grandparent with, it. you know, kind of my, <laughs> you know, as you do it, but Don't just celebrating, Hey, we all did this thing. And, uh, and I love my, I love my girls so much. I love my guy that my guys are awesome. These guys are awesome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it just creates that type of deal. Jennifer, you had some kind of nuances in there though, as we were talking that I think matter
1: yeah I think the I think the social media posts are great. I think it's kind of goes back to the if it if it wasn't posted on social media did it really happen Kind of mentality That's that true. teenagers yeah. can have sometimes and so especially when you're with a large group um making sure that you know you celebrate those wins kids want to they want to celebrate what they've done and so sure. taking pictures and doing that um I would say be cautious of small groups though, because especially with girls, you don't want it to be like, oh wow, she got coffee with those three, but not with me. Um, Mm -hmm. But you know, yeah, yeah. Girls are catty. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) they are.
0: Uh, Also, though, in that though, there would be it's the being intentional and and making sure while you're on that outing or doing that thing that you that you take the time to actually pose for a pic or a selfie with everybody.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just celebrate that you're together and. Um, I think that's a great thing for them. Yeah, makes total. them also feel like they're part total. of a group. Yeah, that's good. yep. yep, yep. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Jennifer, you got number three? Yeah, okay, so we because we're talking, remember we're talking about students that maybe don't come a ton and so helping them feel unified in the group. And so there's a fine line between letting them know that you missed them and making them feel guilty. Um, I remember seeing a student once they they had been absent for a while. And they came in and however the the question, which was meant as, uh, oh my gosh, I miss you. We're so glad you're here. The student heard it as, oh, maybe I shouldn't have come back. Um, And so we just want to make sure that we're careful with that. I think there's two things. I think sometimes just putting the blame on yourself. Oh my gosh, I've been so crazy. I feel like it's been forever since I've caught up with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You may have been there every week, but just my life's been crazy. I haven't had a chance to sit down can help them alleviate some of that stress of am I Is everyone going to know and then I think also using your other students so if I let's say I am crazy busy whatever I don't come very often I'm a teenager and the first thing that happens when I come you know I want to come back I see the group back so I'm like maybe I can come again but I don't want it to be weird I don't want people to notice if the adult's the first person that says something to me I feel like I went to the principal's office But if that adult had another one of my peers say, it's not weird. People come and go all the time. Just come back this coming Sunday with me or come back this Wednesday. So using some of your regular attenders to help invite back into um, is a great thing.
0: Yeah, that's Tim. How how do you, you, as a youth pastor, what are some things that you've learned in this particular area, or maybe some concrete examples of what you help your volunteers do?
2: Well, I think really, I think that's that's key right there. Is what Jennifer was saying. Um, It's it's awkward sometimes for 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 a kid to come back, especially they've been gone for a month, two months, and the last thing a student wants, especially a middle school kid wants, is to be like singled out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's usually good intentions of, Hey, we, we want them to know, Hey, we've missed you. And where have you been? And all, but I think it's just, is key just to be like, to understand like what Jennifer's saying, it's, it's normal. The, the rhythms of life kind of happen. And, and if you can just encourage your leaders to say, Hey, we get it. We understand it's tough sometimes to get here. We're just happy you're here now. You yeah. know, let's just not yeah. worry about what's the past has been. Let's focus on where we're going. And, um, I think that's key is just just really help them to to keep focusing forward in the relationship and helping that. So, and again, if they've built that relationship where it's a little bit deeper, they they maybe know that they've been gone with um, uh, a special project at school or maybe mom's sick. Maybe you don't know what's it's, going on. There's, in yeah, like there's so many layers to that. Yeah. yeah. So
1: and ask yeah. your ask your youth pastor too. I know we had um, maybe last year or the year before our our youth pastor told us, hey, we're starting a new series this coming Sunday, just as the volunteers. And so we use that as an excuse in our group. We send in the group text, hey, even if you've missed, don't worry. We're all starting fresh this Sunday with a new series. Yeah, this is a great Sunday to come back.
2: Yeah, yeah. Totally. It's funny, I'm doing a thing in a couple in a few weeks called a neon night. We're just going to do a big black light party night. And when I announced it this Sunday, I I said, hey, guys, some of y'all, maybe you haven't been coming. So this is a great point to jump in and start with a new school year, with this fun opportunity. Come come back and and help me get pink hair and pink. (laughs) They
1: need, yeah, they need that permission. Like I'm not going to be weird or singled out. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
2: It's good. It's good. Well, Hey, as we're
0: talking about this, a a fourth thing here that uh, this, this one will be short and sweet, but because we have talked about this before on the podcast, but just the importance, if you're wanting to create unity and a feeling of, Hey man, we're a team, we're, we're in it together. Just attend an event, a football game, a soccer game, a cheer meet, you know, any, a a band concert, a course concert, uh i I recommend not attending a swim meet uh long story behind that one uh but uh you know like picture party and anything you can do to pop in and also jennifer i love how when we were talking earlier you don't have to go for the whole thing even oh no popping in popping in having a moment
1: one loop around the track then you're gone (laughs) Around the track
0: go visit the middle school mosh pit for a second and well maybe not uh and uh you know but just attend something but what again that what that does is that creates those moments of connection that are outside, and that will help create unity for that group, and say, "Hey, these are my people."
1: Yeah, it relieves mm-hmm. some of that tension too. They've seen you outside in their yeah. zone. Yeah, it's good.
0: It's a great. Yeah. Wrap us up with number five, Jennifer.
1: Well, kind of on the same topic, you know, make sure that you're planning something outside of whenever your church regularly meets. If that's Sunday, if that's Wednesday, if it's a different day of the week that you do small group. Yeah. Same same point that Chris is making. We want to make sure that we see them in other areas. And look, I get that as a volunteer, this is really hard. When I was on staff, I used to get breakfast with girls a ton before school. It was awesome. It was a way to meet their friends. It was just like a let's grab a biscuit and go kind of thing. As a mom now, breakfast is miserable for me as a volunteer to try to meet with students to get my toddler up in the morning before, you know, middle school starts is just a nightmare. Um, But you still have to be creative. You know, are there other times that you can hang out, even if it's a dinner or a lunch before your regularly scheduled thing? Anytime that we can see them outside of that one room that they're used to being in, Goes back to that first point that Tim made. It helps build those deeper relationships
2: yeah i think um, I think that 's key again. Um, when they see you outside the church walls, they expect to see you inside the church walls, but when they see you outside the church walls that that 's huge for them. That makes a huge difference that 's like the the previous point of going to a game uh, doing something that 's just outside of the normal routine it 's so so important in building that. Uh, community and build, building that unity within that group. So, yeah, good stuff for sure. Yeah,
0: and of course we won't always get everybody to attend everything.
2: You know? Yeah. But, yeah, and okay. that's, you can't expect you see, that. If you want 100% attendance all the time, then 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 go um, pack boxes or something because then you can hunt, fill up everything 100% of the time. Yeah. It's not going to happen in church. <laughs> <laughs> Tim I mean, dropping some big old truth bombs today to look
0: at you. Yeah. Bro.
1: Listen up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man. That'll be our podcast promo uh, moment right there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, Join man. us next
1: episode Join for Tim's episode. words of wisdom. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs>
0: well, listen, friends, listen, we get it. We're so thankful uh, that you're taking the time to listen. And if you're a volunteer, we are thankful uh, for uh, the, the work you do with teenagers for pointing them to Jesus. Uh, it is perhaps more challenging than ever before to work with teenagers uh, in the culture and the world that we're living in. Uh, but it also is perhaps uh, more important than ever that we have adults that love Jesus uh, pouring into the lives of teenagers. So we want to encourage you to keep, keep up the great work, keep doing this, and hopefully some of these things, man, we don't expect you to apply every single one of these things or be able to implement all this stuff, but but if we can all come away with one or two things we might can work on, maybe a next step, uh, that's what this is all about. So hopefully you'll mm-hmm. consider that. Um, that does it for today's episode. Hey, thank you for joining us today. Big time thank you. Uh, if you have any ideas on what we could do an episode on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at youthministrypodcast at gabaptist.org. Uh, you can find that in the show notes. Uh, and also, don't forget don't forget to hit a uh, subscribe Uh, and also leave a review. It really does help us out.
1: Yeah, and be sure, really, I mean, we joked about Tim's words of wisdom in the next episode, but episode 26 is going to be great. You want to make sure that you're listening. Here's our topic. You ready? It is, my youth pastor is young and inexperienced and new. What can I do to help? Uh, we're excited. We know student ministry tends to have young so people and it's gonna be great. Yeah, and um yeah. yeah, I can't wait to, listen to that. We want the energy of your young and <laughs> experienced youth pastor.
0: It's gonna be good. I can't wait. Okay, hey, special thanks to the Georgia Baptist Mission Board for allowing us to provide this as a free resource. Uh, we're especially thankful for churches that continue to give to the cooperative to the I can't talk today, to the cooperative. <laughs> program. Hey, if you need anything, you can find us at Georgia Baptist or Gabaptist.org slash next gen. And if I can finally wrap this up, we'll see you next time <laughs> on the Youth Ministry Podcast for volunteers.